Hello and welcome back to Field Notes from the Spiritual Journey. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Eden and in this podcast we dive into the process of alchemizing our blocks so that we can liberate our true selves and live lives that are deeply fulfilling and authentic to us. On this podcast I share stories from my own life deep dive energetic breakdowns into my personal emotional alchemy process and have on experts in the fields of personal development and spirituality. So thank you so much for joining and let's get into the episode. This is going to be a shorter episode. We've been posting every two weeks and so this is sort of like a little bonus episode but I felt the call to sit down and record a little something and before we dive into today's topic which is sort of going to touch on manifestation, it's it's going to really highlight something from actually last week's episode that I've already stated, but I just want to harp on it some more because I had this beautiful kind of insight about it today. But before we dive into that, I want to let you know about something really exciting. So I have officially launched a Patreon page. So for those of you who don't know, Patreon is a platform where creators can be supported as they continue to create work that is free to the general public. So this is kind of this modern version of like artists back in the day. If you were a painter, you know, you couldn't just do that for free in order to be able to continue to paint. You would have to have funding or patrons essentially. So that's what this Patreon page is. If you enjoy this podcast, which is totally free and the tools, the insights that I'm sharing here, if you are experiencing shifts from it and you want to support me as I continue to create this content, you can become a patron for literally $5 a month. And the cool thing about becoming a patron, in addition to being a huge support for me as I continue to create this content, you will also get the exclusive feature, the ability to submit personal experiences or the way in which you might be experiencing a block in your life in like a short question format for me to give direct feedback on either on a podcast episode every month or an exclusive video inside of the Patreon page every month. So I'm not sure how it's going to depend on how it goes with sort of the the questions and the volume, whether it's going to be done on the podcast publicly or just inside of the membership itself. However, this is going to be awesome because if you are going up against the same pattern or you're struggling with something or you're having an insight, but you know, you want deeper clarity or to move through something, you can literally send me a little message that describes what you're going through and I will give an in-depth response for multiple people to hear, which I think will be really helpful. So if you're interested in becoming a patron, a patron, (laughs) a patron, you can go into the link. It's in the show notes and the podcast episode description, and you will see the page to sign up there. Okay, so let's dive into today's topic. So last week, we talked all about the reason why we subconsciously keep our desires out of reach or we keep our goals out of reach. In other words, why we subconsciously actually push away the things that we want. Why on some level it serves us to to stay in a dynamic with our desire or our goal, whether that's partnership, whether that's money, whether that's um, a good relationship with your body and your health and your body image why we might 
actually be subconsciously not allowing ourselves to have peace in this area of life. And we talked about how one of the main reasons why I believe we do this, and in the episode I refer to it as we leave these desires on a shelf as this unattainable thing that we can then fixate on because it represents the fulfillment of an emotional need, aka validation, acceptance, approval. We're projecting usually a something that we're craving emotionally that we're not even aware that we're craving. We're projecting that onto our the object of our desire. And so believing subconsciously that when we get that thing, we're finally going to get validation, acceptance, approval. Except the way that things work is that we also, a part of us knows that the attaining of these desires, it cannot bring the fulfillment of those emotional needs. And so we become locked into this catch-22 where we can't live with it and we can't live without it. It's like we can't let the thing go. It, we cannot release it so that it doesn't have power over us and it's not even a concern and we don't even care about having it. But we also can't seem to just like attain it and have peace with it. It keeps us in this constant push-pull. And wherever we're in this dynamic and Truly, this is any dynamic, and I know a lot of what I'm saying is going to be repeating what I've said (laughs) in the previous episode, but it really is just providing to us when we are obsessing over the object of our desire, whatever that is for you in your current domain of life. Maybe it's a change in your appearance, it's, it's weight loss, or the perfection of like your hair and body or whatever it is, or it's finding the partner or it's becoming successful in your career, getting more Instagram followers, whatever it is, whenever we're in that sort of fixating, obsessing, grasping, desperate energy, which is lack mentality, it's a huge indication that we are just playing out wounding. This thing has nothing to do with what it may look like on the surface. It might have something to do with that, but there's definitely a dynamic, a wounding pattern playing out beneath it. And so essentially our goal in the process of integration is we want to actually become fully integrated around whatever this dynamic is that you're playing out. So essentially it's the unintegrated aspect of you that is projecting the emotional need that it desires. So it's it's a wounded part of you, what I refer to as the inner child who is who is perpetually lacking, they're still craving the words, you know, I'm so proud of you or I don't care how much money you make. I'll love you for whoever you are. There's some part of our inner child or I don't care what if you're 300 pounds or 30 pounds okay if you were 30 pounds you probably wouldn't exist but whatever it is there's a part of us actually craving um some antidote what i call the antidote to be dropped in like this self to finally heal us and close this loop and it is this wounded part of our inner child in other words it's the part of us that feels this deep inner lack that's still craving this need to be met that is projecting that it that fulfillment or that the integration will occur by integrating this external object rather than simply integrating the emotional need that needs to be fulfilled and so you can almost picture it like 
those dolls, those Russian dolls, where it's like a doll within a doll within a doll. And you're this doll within a doll within a doll, but you're operating as this the outer shell of this doll. And you're trying to go and get like another, this, why do I metaphors? they they're not good my metaphors are not good you're like this russian doll and you're trying to go fetch this like other full russian doll like this cumbersome external object when if you just boiled it down to the the innermost doll inside of you and this other doll you're trying to go get in the form of your partner or whatever it is it's actually just this emotional need at the core you need so when you can figure out how to retrieve that you're what you're actually doing within your nervous system. And I did a podcast interview with one of my dear friends, Raina. Her podcast is called Lotus Minded. I don't know when it's going to be launching. It's going to be launching in a couple of weeks. But we were talking about this exact dynamic. And what's happening in that moment is you're actually like doing the inner alchemy of merging yourself with your desire. So you are create because you're coming from fragmentation and a lack of wholeness. I'm just going to use partnership to make this easier. When you're coming from fragmentation, you're seeking that other part of you in the form of a partner. When you can do the inner alchemy of that that full integration of that wounded piece of you I just described, you're creating the inner union of all parts of you, which then is the manifestation and the internal of the external dynamic you wish to experience. So in a sense, we can also say that you're merging with your quote unquote manifestation on the internal realm. And so when you merge with your manifestation on the internal realm, what happens is you're actually now, your nervous system has been sufficiently reprogrammed. Your nervous system now has the experience imprinted into it of receiving that thing. We talked about this too in the previous episode, the energy of like not having versus the energy of receiving. And so we need to program into our nervous system the familiar experience of the fulfillment of that desire. And the way we do that is by learning to meet our unmet emotional needs and bringing these little pockets, these bubbles, popping them and threading them all back together and interweaving them into an experience of wholeness so that you become internally the template of wholeness that directly matches the the union of like you and that person, for example. So... Another thing I want to touch on and another facet of this that I was exploring today was when we cannot let the fixation on the object go. And so when we're in that lack mentality or that grasping energy and we're so focused, in other words, we're, we're in the energy of not having, what's happening there is there are still blocks, there are still shadows and wounds that are playing out for you, that you are going to need to heal in order to arrive at that place of integration or what I'm calling here wholeness or that inner union. So I just wanted to say, if you're really in that not having and that kind of grasping and desperation, that is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing because don't feel like you need to get out of that, like, well, how do I get out of that? You don't get out of that. You move through that and you cannot escape that. So 
that is showing you if you're in that grasping energy, just that strong desire and you just want it so badly. It's showing you the wounding that you are still playing out. In other other words, that you have not yet healed. And you have to move through that. You have to begin to bear witness to that pain and really understand where that desire is coming from and really learn how to not shy away specifically. And this goes into the shadow piece. If you're unfamiliar with how we talk about shadow on this podcast, you can check out the What is Shadow episode. But what's going to start emerging for you in the pursuit of attaining your desire and every single day that you go on to exist before your desire comes to you, every single day is an opportunity when you're in lack mentality, it's an opportunity to doubt. The space between you and your desire is this horrible experience of constant pitfalls because in that time what is going to surface for you is every single reason why you subconsciously fear that you are unworthy or that you haven't earned it or that it's not actually coming or that you aren't lovable enough or that you aren't good enough for it and that is beautiful that is so beautiful you can think of that as a detox (laughs) because that is a time in which you need to make the shifts we talked about last time, which was understand, truly understand that the object of your desire is first and foremost symbolic. Like crave it all you want, but understand that you're in a curriculum right now. Then you need to move forwards and take every single day, every single day that that, that your desire does not show up and it sends you spiraling into doubt, anxiety, depression, fear, like it's never going to come. That stuff was all already inside of you. That is not coming up because your desire hasn't shown up yet. It's coming up because it's already been there all along. And this is just bringing it to the fore. In fact, it's just a great circumstance for your subconscious to be reminded of these wounds. So during that time, you need to see every single fear and doubt that comes up as prime material. It's exactly where you are unhealed. It's exactly where you are hoping to get this person to come into your life to take all these doubts and fears away, to just make them instantly be erased, which is not going to happen. Sorry, spoiler alert when they come in. They're not going to do that. (laughs) And so specifically what you can begin to uncover during this space if we're literally looking at a timeline and these dots being connected and there's like literally 20 more squares to go on the graph before you merge with your manifestation the specific thing i want you to begin to dig into is within your own consciousness that your subconscious is actually going to be giving you the direct answers to it's so beautiful our own subconscious our own mind literally gives to us the exact answers (laughs) It, it will tell you exactly about your wounding all you have to do is listen and so what you need to listen for is what is the way in which you are subconsciously afraid that the person doesn't love you or hasn't showed up in your life yet in as it relates to something specific about you what are you attributing the the reason why this person hasn't shown up yet too and likely if you are still in lack and in grasping you are attributing it to yourself because when we're in neutrality with our desire we do not attribute the reason why it hasn't shown up in our life yet to some shortcoming of our own we simply know it's going to show up 
we're, we're just trusting that things take time. Of course, it's going to come. Or we're literally not even thinking about it because it's we're, it's been so integrated. You see what I'm saying with this word integration? It's like it no longer, you're not looking at it through this direct focal point because it's actually integrated. You are, it's become, you have done that inner union with that particular aspect that that particular desire represents. So during the time before your manifestation shows up, every single day that you spiral into doubt, into fear, you need to ask yourself the question. And I am now reading directly from my (laughs) shadow and shame prompts that I give to all of my clients. (laughs) So this is literally what you need to do. And you need to actually do this with the journal or speaking out loud, one of those two options. What am I afraid that this means about me? So that is the essence of the question. And we can ask that question in several different words, but the essence is the same. Another way we can ask ourselves this question is, how is my inner critic making this my fault in this moment? Your inner critic is just the internalization of all of your worst fears. It's it's like your It's the conglomerate of all of the figures that you have taken in their voices from, specifically as it relates to your shadow and wounding. And so another form of this exact same question is, how am I afraid of others judging me? What is the worst thing that people could think about me regarding my current status, whether that's the fact that I haven't attained this thing yet or what is the thing I secretly fear that other people believe is the reason why I haven't found X yet, whether it's love, success, etc. Answer those questions honestly, and you will have your blocks immediately in front of you. Okay, so essentially what I'm saying here, we're going to wrap this up in just a couple minutes. <laughs> Keep this short and sweet, but essentially what I'm saying here is that until we genuinely feel that in no way, shape, or form, the thing we are the object of our desire in no way, shape, or form means anything about us. The fact that it's here or the fact that it is not here. Until we reach that point, we have healing to do. And how you're going to do your healing is step one by at least journaling through the prompts that I have just mentioned. On your journey, as you prepare to merge on the interior with this object of your desire, you will be uncovering many, many blocks. Every single day you wake up in or experience throughout the day, doubt, fear, insecurity, self-judgment, criticism, that is showing you another wound that's arising or a variation of the same wound that's already arisen. And that too, even if it seems like the exact same thing, you still need to integrate it in that moment. That's for another episode. If you do this consistently, you will arrive at a point where you genuinely and authentically feel that the fact that this object of your desire has not yet shown up in your life has nothing to do with you. You will reach this point where you no longer can actually tolerate using the obsession with not having this thing to punish yourself, which is what your inner critic is doing in desperation. All that's occurring is your inner critic is seeking to continue to have power over you and control over you because there's a party that's very, very scared because the limiting belief that you've internalized. And your inner critic is just using something you care about, this relationship, money, money, 
to continue to cattle prod you in the direction away from ever confronting the shadows that I have just given you prompts to help you directly confront so that the inner critic has no more power over you so that you can actually merge with this um, desire, which is really the process of integration. You will reach a point where your self-worth will have raised so much by a mechanism that I'm not going to break down specifically in this episode, but it will have risen so much that you simply will know in your bones, you will be physiologically unable to continue to abuse and punish yourself by continuing to subconsciously create this scenario that justifies why you should continue to punish yourself because you're so this, that, and the other, lazy, not hardworking, and stupid, etc. In other words, for example, me not having money may provide me with the opportunity. It's the perfect stage that I'm setting for myself to continue to allow the inner critic to tell me that I just don't work hard enough, am not dedicated enough, or am not competent enough. So all of those wounds and shadows are pre-existing. My consciousness in the form of my inner critic simply needs something to have power over me in order to continue to make me believe that those things are true because, and not even make me, I already subconsciously believe those things are true and therefore continue to work to try and disprove those qualities about myself. Therefore, there's a part of us scanning the horizon for something to be wrong about our lives so that we can stay in this dynamic with ourselves. And so ultimately, you will hit this point in which that simply becomes intolerable when you do this this genuine transformation that I call integration. And after that moment hits, suddenly you will no longer care about the object of your desire. This is when it will fully be neutralized. And my friend Natalie, by way of her friend Michael, <laughs> sent me this quote today. And it fully encapsulates this exact dynamic. What the quote says is that the proof of neutrality is not when everything around you changes. It's when nothing changes, but you respond differently. So it's not that in this exact moment, your partner is going to magically appear at your doorstep. It's that your partner will still not have arrived. And yet it will mean nothing to you. You will be already experiencing the inner union of what you now believe that partner will bring to you. Therefore, you will not be responding to the exact same circumstances in the same way that you are now. And that is the beauty of integration. And because then you will be emitting the energy of wholeness, you will be emitting the energy of integration. It is inevitable that you will <laughs> organically call into your life other beings and entities that also exist in that same tone of wholeness who are also embodying that version of wholeness aka an emotionally available ready partner <laughs> at some point that will absolutely happen so to summarize we want to be striving for neutrality we want to be striving for neutrality by seeing all of the doubt fear insecurity depression, hopelessness that comes up and route to meeting with your manifestation, aka merging with it on the inside. By seeing everything that comes up and route to meeting with that thing as mulching material, it is a detoxification that you can make the choice, you have the choice to choose to see as an opportunity into your greatest transformation. 
and use every single moment that you have every single day that that manifestation is not here to transform into a more whole version of yourself so that when that thing does finally show up, the thing you're going to be calling in is going to equally be reflecting the level of wholeness that you have embodied. So if you want the fast track, focus on every single day, how can I become more whole, more integrated, and more fulfilled? That is (laughs) what we should all be gearing towards in order to experience more fulfillment in the material plane it within our lives. So I hope you got something from this episode. I am so excited for those of you who are going to become patrons. I'm already just so honored and grateful and cannot wait to start creating this opportunity to give real feedback to more of you both on the podcast and in the Patreon community. So if that is of interest to you, please check out the link in the description. I would also deeply appreciate if you leave a five-star review and rating. And other than that, I will be looking forward to speaking with you in a couple of weeks.